Hello everyone and welcome to the Be Light, Shine Bright podcast. My name is Pakala Kiara and I'll be your host. Here we discuss life and how the different facets of it can influence our mental health. We will talk about therapy, interventions, mental health and life experiences. Remember, if you like it, feel free to give us a share and invite your friends and loved ones to listen. Hello and welcome to podcast episode number four for season two of the Be Light Shine Bright podcast. In this episode, I wanted to talk a little bit about shame. I also wanted to touch on some of the other feelings or emotions that are similar to shame and talk about what shame can do inside of us and how it can affect us psychologically. I also wanted to talk about things that we can do to help reduce feelings of shame or how we can forgive ourselves when we are feeling uh, intense negative feelings like shame. So first of all, what is shame? There are a few definitions of shame, but shame is most commonly defined as a painful or uncomfortable feeling or emotion caused by consciousness of guilt, shortcoming or impropriety. It can also be conceptualized as a susceptibility that one would have to experience such emotion i.e when people say the phrase like have you no shame another way to frame it is that it can be a condition of humiliation or disgrace or disrepute shame is usually associated with things that bring reproach um, and can cause you to feel ashamed it can cause you to feel guilt and perhaps regret when we use the word shame as a verb it can be likened to the word disgrace Um, we can cause someone to feel shame or you can put shame to somebody Um, it can also be used to describe a causation so like um, he was shamed into capitulating Shame is an emotion that can be experienced as the result of someone else's behavior and not solely as the result of our own behavior. So we can feel shame for things that other people have done and perhaps those people can be close to us. They could be our family member, they could be our partner. We could even feel a sense of shame about the society in which we live and how they approach certain topics or um, issues. I mentioned the word ashamed, that's the adjective of shame. So when we feel ashamed, we usually we feel guilty or embarrassed um, because of ourself, our own actions, characteristics or associations. Um, when we are ashamed, sometimes we feel reluctant to do something through the fear of humiliation or embarrassment. Now that feeling can lead us to perhaps do things that we wouldn't usually do and deny behaviours that 
we did carry out, but we pretend we hadn't out of shame. This can be problematic, of course, because it can lead to other maladaptive behaviours like lying and concealing. Psychologically, we feel shame when we violate social norms or our own morals that we believe in. When we do this, we feel exposed and small. You might feel that you want to shrink into yourself. You wish you could just disappear and fall through the floor. We feel humiliated. Shame has the ability to make us look inward and perhaps shade ourselves in a negative light. It can be a very difficult emotion to live with. Now, in small doses, shame is not necessarily an all bad thing. It can help us in the moment to reassess our bad behavior and lead to a positive change or a moment of growth. Sometimes it's good to feel a little bit of shame so that we don't make decisions we may come to regret. And regret is an emotion that is closely linked with shame. And while small doses of shame are adaptive in a way, large doses can be very harmful and maladaptive. If we are shamed often by other people or by ourselves, it can lead us to live our lives in a way where we are not owning our full potential, we are feeling inadequate and perhaps like we are not worthy of the life that we have been given. Shame usually causes a fear response within us that can make us either want to run or hide. This threat response can be very counterproductive for growth. Sometimes shame can manifest in things like addiction uh, or binge eating, behaviors that punish ourselves. It can be in things like self-harm. It can even cause things like changes in our posture and chronic aches and pains. Often when you think about what your body does when you feel ashamed, you picture yourself slouching or flinching away, um, you know, crouched down in a chair kind of position. Shame usually encompasses things like silence or secrecy or perhaps a fear of being found out. It can be very, very lonely and very isolating. We mask ourselves and present ourselves in a way where other people will not find out about the thing that we are ashamed of. As I said before, sometimes shame can stem from childhood and from us internalizing other people's beliefs. It can also be related to things like abuse, whether it be verbal, physical or emotional. It can be very pervasive and can trigger a deep-seated belief that you may hold within yourself that you are inherently flawed, unstable or unlovable. Sometimes people refer to this feeling of shame as core shame uh, and it can often be traced back to trauma that is a result of 
relationships, interrelational trauma, or trauma that has been inflicted upon you by another person. When we think of shame, the belief associated with shame is usually, I am wrong. However, shame is also linked to another emotion, guilt, which is usually associated with the belief of, I have done something wrong. While guilt is not necessarily a pleasurable emotion to feel, it certainly has a better adaptive quality than the feeling of shame. Guilt arises when we have a specific sense of transgression. So that happens when we recognize and know that we have done something wrong. It is normal to feel a small measure of guilt. You can feel guilt for things that you've actually done wrong or things that you might believe are your fault. You can even feel guilty for things that you are not necessarily responsible for. So guilt can be defined as an emotional experience that occurs when a person believes or realizes that they have compromised their own code of conduct or have violated moral standards. It is a recognition of significant responsibility for your own actions and that violation. Guilt is often linked with the feelings regret and remorse. And regret can be defined as feeling sad, repentant or disappointed over something that one has done or perhaps failed to do. Remorse can be a distressing emotion that is experienced by someone who regrets actions that they have taken in the past or that they deem to be shameful, hurtful or wrong. All of these feelings can be closely linked. They can operate in concert with one another or perhaps we are feeling something more strongly than something else and that can be remedied. And by that I mean sometimes we may be feeling shame over things that we might just need to feel guilty for. Sometimes we may be feeling regret or remorse and that can actually be a good thing. A measure of these things can keep us in line to our own internal compass and our own ethics and morals. When we feel that swooping feeling in our stomach that we've done something wrong, that is our body body's way of telling us that we are participating in something that we are probably not aligned with. It's okay to make mistakes. But it's even better if we learn from those mistakes. This is a short interruption to let you know that if you or a loved one is experiencing difficulty or is in need of more support, you can find me at maramacounseling.com. Be sure to check out the audio resources page also where you'll have access to a number of free resources that will help you to feel relaxed. Be sure to take advantage of my 20-minute free initial session. I am also on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Can't wait to work with you. I wanted to talk about the things that we can do to help with these negative feelings. I think that the first steps towards rectifying 
or minimizing these emotions is mindfulness recognizing what it is you're actually feeling and why you may be feeling this paying attention to those feelings that you feel within your body and paying attention to the things that happen directly before and after it shame can be a hard feeling to pinpoint as it often stems from childhood and it might be something that you're carrying around with you on an unconscious or subconscious level however we can examine our beliefs and we can challenge them to see if they are actually accurate or rational or not we can see if these things that we have learned or been taught in childhood actually apply to our lives now as adults it is important that you give yourself time to process and acknowledge any emotions that arise if it's not a good time to feel sad or angry or feel into the shame in the moment that it happens make a point of giving yourself time later in the day in a safe moment in a safe place people sometimes find it easier to process these things if they write them out in a journal if you're not someone that likes to write acknowledging it out aloud to yourself when you're alone and feel safe is also a good way to process this negative feeling of course another thing to do is to talk it out with someone that you trust and as i have recommended before a therapist is a good place to start if you're a person who has a consistent and constant negative voice try and have a conversation with this voice challenge some of the things that this voice is telling you sometimes you can write out this conversation so that you can really see the different thought patterns that might be at play within your own psyche within your mind another thing to do is to change the way you might think about mistakes and look at them as learning experiences and as opportunities to do better the next time remind yourself that you are doing the best that you can with the tools that you have available and there is always time to learn new and better ways of coping become mindful of when you're putting yourself down or how you are speaking to yourself about your mistakes if you're not liking the way that your life is going then get clear about what it is that you want if you have done something that is causing you to feel regret or guilt and that thing has been done to another person make an effort to apologize make an effort to make amends make an effort to seek atonement i did a really great podcast on emotional wounds setting boundaries and apologies in season one of this podcast that episode is episode five of season one of the be light shine bright podcast in it i talk about the different things that make a good apology briefly the steps to a good apology are one say sorry two understand why you're apologizing three promise to never do it again and four ask how you can make it better a good tip for apologies is try not to make excuses if your apology is not accepted do your best to try and forgive yourself and do better in the future to avoid 
moments like these happening again. Show kindness and compassion to yourself. Remember that you are still learning. You are worthy of forgiveness. However, if you are struggling to put this into practice, therapy is a good tool for gaining support to do things that you find hard. Forgiveness and forgiveness of self is important in your process of healing as it will allow you to let go of anger, guilt, shame or any other negative feelings. Often voicing your shame or thing that you feel guilty about out aloud to someone trusted and safe feels very freeing and lifts a weight off your shoulders, so to speak. When we acknowledge our feelings out loud, this is the first step towards taking accountability. To me, accountability is a powerful action, can be defined as the obligation or willingness to accept responsibility for one's own actions. And in that acceptance lies the power because we have the power to make amends. Making amends to ourselves and to others can be a very healing thing. Sometimes an action, a mistake or a regret can feel so big that you might feel that you cannot come back from it. I do not believe this is true. Sometimes a bigger wound needs a bigger apology or maybe many small apologies over time but it can be done don't give up when we make amends we show ourselves that we are worthy of being loved and we are good people and we can make good decisions even if we've made some really horrible ones in episode 9 of season 1 I spoke about the importance of kindness it's a good uh, episode to listen to if you want to know more about that. Episodes 11, 12 and 13 focus on authoring your own personal story, uh, self-love and living on purpose. It's okay to admit when you have messed up. Denial is a defense mechanism but while it protects ourselves from perhaps experiencing the negative emotions like shame and guilt it can be very maladaptive for your relationships and hurtful to people around you as i said before apologies are great if you're finding it hard to forgive yourself then try and master what forgiveness might feel like write an apology to yourself for the things that you have done Have patience with yourself. Only do things that you would be proud for other people to hear about. Really live on purpose and make your decisions with conviction. If we only do the things that we are okay with, we minimize the chances that we are going to be disappointed in ourselves. Other ways to help foster forgiveness include being kind to other people when we are kind to other people we will find it easier to be kind to ourselves because it's something that we're used to doing and perhaps if we are finding the complete act of forgiveness 
difficult, we can do smaller things to help feel better about ourselves. So start taking care of ourselves. If you cannot quite forgive in an emotional way, start treating your body in a kinder way instead. Feed your body healthy foods. Move your body in healthy ways like exercise. I hope that this episode has been useful to you. I would like to end this episode with a quote. I'm not sure who I can thank for this beautiful quote. There is not a name attached to the quote that I've found. The quote reads, Whatever you've done before, accept it and let it go. You are not perfect. You are capable of making mistakes. Stop hiding from the shadows of the past. Don't be trapped in the darkness of shattered memories. Let the light pass through and shine upon you. Forgive yourself because it's the only way to start again. This concludes this episode of the Be Light Shine Bright podcast from Maramar Counseling. I'm Pakala Kiara and I hope you enjoyed listening today. Keep your eyes peeled and your ears ready for more episodes in the future. And remember, be light, shine bright. Until next time.